0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is hyperconscious?
1: Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness.
0: Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyperconscious. Um, Geographical, georoglith- 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 geor- geographically,
1: geographically,
0: geographically. This is cool. So I would say make sure that pretty face is shown. Yes, true. They're gonna want to see that thing. <laughs> They're gonna want to see that thing, Alan. It's that cheap. face. You good? Ready? Ready for this? Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Today, we are going to do a blast from the past, and we're going to go back and do a scratching the surface episode, aren't we, Alan?
1: Yes, we are, scratching that surface. We're going
0: to scratch that surface. We are going to keep this to 20 minutes. We have a timer, so we will not go over. What are we going to be talking about?
1: So today, we're going to talk about core values, and the importance of that being the foundation that you build your relationships on.
0: Yes, we often speak about how a lot of people end up in relationships just by default because everybody else around them is, and they want to jump ship and do the same, and sometimes they'll just kind of accept the first okay thing that comes along.
1: Yeah, um, geographically. Geographically. Yes. (laughs) So um, (laughs) honestly, though, if you think about your relationships in your life, were they reactive or were they proactive? And I think that we both probably have both. Some are geographically. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ge- <laughs> geographic yeah like if you're neighbors you grew up in a certain neighborhood yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah. Like you and i both grew up in uxbridge yeah. um but it's also i believe a proactive relationship based on core values you and i talk about that um one thing that we do have in common was the fitness thing yes yeah
0: yeah i think that i've never really broken it down this is something i said to you recently too how often when you meet somebody do you ask are you happy yeah. like well, oh, what do you do for work where'd you grow up Very rarely do I ever get, are you happy? And that's something that I've been trying to ask more. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I've been trying to ask that more because I think that that's super important. Yeah, I think that's super important because that says a lot about a person. For sure.
1: Especially where they're at in their mental health. Yeah, and the answer they give you. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you'd get a lot of interesting answers. Oh,
0: we always get the interesting answers.
1: You and I sat down a week ago, not even, and we wrote down... What we believe our core values are, and what we want to attract into our lives in terms of other people that also share these core values. Uh, yes. Um, do we want to go into some of those? Cause yeah, we, yeah. What we found for the listeners here is uh, Kevin and I found that for the first thing you said, good-hearted. Yes. And I was like, well, kind-hearted, what, kind-hearted. <laughs> good-hearted. Yeah. Um, and I asked, like, what does that mean, though? Like, what are the key indicators of a kind-hearted person? So then we dug a little deeper, and you said genuine. Um, I believe you said generous.
0: I got. Gracious, generous, Um, they show gratitude, appreciation, genuine. We got a whole list. And I think the main takeaway for the listeners is just hear some of these and see if they mean something to you. And if you share them, then this is something you can really genuinely start putting
1: into your life ASAP as soon as possible. We all know that you attract what you are, not what you want necessarily. So first, what Kevin and I were trying to do is identifying what we value in terms of core values and what we are. And then, like, if you figure out what you want to attract into your life, first you have to kind of become it, right? So if you want to attract someone who's kind-hearted, the best way to do that is to become kind-hearted yourself, which yes. I believe that you are. But then we dug deep into, like, what makes you kind-hearted. So let's let's do that. So what do you think about you makes you kind-hearted? And, and what do you think would be a key indicator of someone else being kind-hearted? Like an I, example.
0: I think one of the things I always gauge people's kindness on is... How they treat people who like if we go out to dinner, depending on how somebody treats the waiter or the bartender or the hostess, that really tells a lot about somebody, I know
1: it really does, yeah, yep,
0: and I'm always trying to I'm always trying to include the waiter in on our conversation, I always try to make them laugh, I always like that's who I am, yeah, and I feel like. I used to think the way you treat your parents but like I have a very weird relationship with my mom we swear at each other but it's all in love it's <laughs> yeah, not it's exactly. not a bad thing yep. so I think that the way they treat somebody who can do nothing for them also Ooh, just way, the, the way on that the you street. treat
1: strangers Yeah fascinating yeah. absolutely and I, I always, think that's something I'm good with I think respect is a huge thing too cuz like let's say you were mean to the hostess because your table isn't ready like I always saw that as like ah like why it's not their fault like, the, the restaurant is full. Like, why are you disrespecting someone yeah. who's just trying to do their job, right? So, th- this is the thing. Like, hyperconscious. If you want to attract better people into your life. Like, we always say this on the podcast. If you want a better life, first you have to get around better people. And the only way to do that is to first sort of become aware of what that actually means. Yeah. Um, so, what else do you have written down?
0: Oh, man. I got all sorts of good stuff here. So, You know me, and communication is a very, very, very important thing to me. Mm. Um, Especially now, I think I have a far higher ability to communicate with people. And I can do it more clearly, more concisely, and I can actually formulate a whole thing around how I want to communicate. So I'm looking for a next-level communicator because I want to share that with somebody. That's super important to
1: me. Okay, so what's a key indicator of someone who can can communicate well? Because obviously you're on a podcast, so you get to put in much more... You know, we go on the podcast with guests and we try to build rapport and connect with all these people. So we have sort of a playing ground to perfect our communication. What is a key indicator of someone who is a good communicator? How do you figure that out? That is
0: a tough one, man, because there are certain things that you're not going to know from the the go. I'm a very physical person. Well, like we're just going to get right to this because we're going to get to the stuff that matters in relationships to a lot of people and people are afraid to talk about it. So I'm a sexual person. I'm very physical. Yeah. That's something I need in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and it, it's something that I want the other person to want. I don't want them to do it for me. That's not who, that's not who I am. Yeah, I don't get any pleasure from that. Yeah. So there are certain things that you're going to have to feel out. You're going to have to dip your feet in and see. You're not going to know from the beginning for yeah. a lot of these things. Yeah. But if you have an outline, it's a lot easier to see. It's a lot easier to feel. And don't don't think you're being selfish if if you have a list and. It's a hard stop. S- certain things on this lift, if you're not it, if you're not into fitness, it's just not going to work with me. I dedicate 20 hours a week to fitness. Yeah. So th- I
1: need fitness. Well, you think about, we do. We talked about vision boards with Caroline Zani on the I'm last I'm sweating. Trap. I'm getting fired up. I know. Well, it's hot in here. It, it is hot in here. Hot. Oh, yeah. We talked about vision boards with Caroline Zani. And we have a vision. Yes, for our physique. We have a vision for our business. We have a vision for our life and our dream home and our dream car and our vision for all these other things. Why can't we also have a vision for an amazing intimate relationship? Have a vision for the friendships you want to attract in your life. And when
0: you ask that, I always answer like this. Because everything else, it only involves one person. This involves another person's feelings. That's why it gets ugly. Yeah. That's why it's it's frowned upon. That's why it's taboo to even talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Look, guys, if if you're going to be with somebody for the rest of your life, I pray that you make the right decision and they have these things that you want. Yes. What's on your list? So We're talking all about me here. Yeah, no. Sex. Yeah, well,
1: I'm, I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I started to notice is that I've grown a lot over the last three or four years. And a lot of my past relationships, both friendships and intimate, were built on very different things that my new relationships are built on. Um, whether it be my mentors, my friends, or um, just people I hang out with in general. And two things that really, really, really strongly jumped off the page for me personally was health and fitness, number one, and number two, personal development. And as we talked about earlier, we went fishing earlier, I caught uh, two fish. I one got three zero. Po- one three-pound and one two-pound. Zero.
0: You, look at the pictures. Judge for yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got uh, we got pictures, and we have video footage, I believe. Yes, Right, you can send me that still. I already did. Oh, okay. I got to download it. But what's super, super important to me nowadays is very different than what it used to be. I used to be very focused on having fun, uh, partying, socializing, and that's where a lot of my relationships were built on, both intimate and friend-wise. Now, most of my best relationships where I have the most rapport, the most growth, uh, the most connection, the most humor, are the ones that are built on personal development and fitness. Um, you, me, Matt, Nate, Copeland, like I can keep naming people. And so when you understand what's most important to you at your core, basically the best way I can describe this is when you're away from it for too long, you, you're drawn back. Like if you don't go to the gym for three days, tell me you don't have the feels. Oh, for sure. Same. If I don't read books for two or three days, I'm starting to feel like, oh, I got to go read a book or whatever, or podcasting. Yep. Even doing a solo episode that like this was part of that. Like we were like, I texted you and I was like, Kevin, we haven't done an episode without a guest for a while. Like, let's dig deep. We've learned a lot. Like, let's talk about it. So for me, personal development and health and fitness, and as we said earlier, that's mind and body. They're super connected. Do
0: you think, you just said it kind of like, your, what you look for has changed because of the people that you hang around with have changed. Do you think the friends that you hang out with are a good indicator of who you should spend your life with? In a sort of way. Obviously, relationships are different, but... I feel like if, if all your friends go out to the bar every weekend, or three nights a week, and that's what you're doing, there's a good chance, unless you you want to make a change and get out of that scene, that you're going to be looking for somebody similar.
1: Yes. Interesting. And you're most likely going to find someone similar because that you're in those arenas. Right. Right? Um, like, for example, like if I were to meet a girl at a library, that would probably be a better... Like, if she was reading a personal development book, that would probably be a better start to a conversation because I love that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't really drink much anymore. I actually... Don't drink anymore. 350 days. Almost a year. Fifty days, 52 days. I'm sorry, as of today. Sober. And I don't know if I'll drink again or not, but the point is is that that's no longer a very strong part of my life, and therefore anyone who is big into partying, going out drinking, there's nothing wrong with that, but her her and I or he and I in terms of friends are not going to mesh that well because what I want to do is be in the gym or talking about real deep shit.
0: Rattle off some of yours. Because, again, like we said, we're going to do a 20-minute...
1: Yeah, what do Uh, we want, by the way? Oh, we got like 10 left. 10 left. Yeah, so I want at
0: least to get our lists out. That way people can maybe pick from them and see what they, and then we can explain them as we go. Yeah, for anyone listening
1: right now, like start really diagnosing what your core values are and what you aspire for them to be. And so for me, health and fitness is number one. Um, As I mentioned, personal development. I put generosity on here. That's really important. Um, Appreciation and gratitude. Um, Humility is huge. Um, I wasn't always the most humble. If you guys have heard in my past, and Kevin and I were talking about this earlier, if you want to develop humility, I think the best way is to really have big dreams and goals and to constantly challenge yourself.
0: Humble yourself
1: often. Yeah, it's real easy to think you know everything when you're not in rooms with people who know way more, right? Like I always use the example of uh, Julian, who, when I got in the ring with him, Like I could have thought, like oh, I can fight until I get in the ring with a world champion, and I immediately go, oh, he would kill me. It's just there's levels. There's levels. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, constantly challenge yourself if you want to stay humble. Some other ones that I have on here: growth oriented, humor is a big one. Kevin, you've definitely um, made me realize how much I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Um, genuine. I think I said that. I put non non judgmental, um, and open minded. So, Caroline Zani, really to me, she seems super open-minded she seems super non-judgmental and I really like that it felt like a very free space to just be yourself and to not be judged and I put
0: like I just said to you I put vulnerable on here my the ability Mm. for me to be vulnerable because when I'm vulnerable that's usually when I learn yeah you said earlier that that's when you have your breakthroughs I have my break yeah like I had a rough day today Mm. um it wasn't the greatest day for me I'll be upfront and honest as I, I try to be as transparent as possible but the fact that I had a couple people I could message mm. and be vulnerable with, and they understood that they were going to give me advice based on that. You gave me advice. I got excellent advice from several other people. It was, it's hard, man, because there's a lot of rooms where you don't feel comfortable being vulnerable.
1: Yeah. And your your intimate relationship should not be one of those. No, it should, it should not. should not be one it of those. It should not. And I, unfortunately, I think it is a lot of the time because their their life is so integrated to yours that If you show maybe some weakness or vulnerability about the future or getting overwhelmed, what does that mean for them and uncertainty associated with those kinds of things? So um, I think it's difficult to be vulnerable with the person you're with, but I think it's super important. What do you think...
0: So I'll hammer mine real quick. Gracious, generous, um, they have gratitude, they have appreciation, they're genuine, they have humility, they're trustworthy, communication, like I said. Somebody who supports the dream. Yes. They have to understand, look, I don't need you to tell me everything's going to be all right, but I'm going to have some rough days. I just I just need you to be there. Yeah. I just need you to be there for me. Um, sex, like I said, physical, is very important to me. I have that too. Sex it's very important. Passionate what would you, intimacy. What would you say if somebody said, like, that's not fair? Like, that's not a fair thing to want?
1: Oh, I think that's... Honestly, if you want to talk about an intimate relationship, I think that that's the yin and the yang. I think... Um, sexual passion, that's the one person that you get to share that with. Right. You don't get that with anyone else in the world unless you're not monogamous, which is also fine. But I think that the level of connection that you can experience with someone when you are physical is beyond anything you could do otherwise.
0: I agree. I think that again, it's 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 hurtful to some people because it's so personal. If you're picking out a car, yeah. and, and I'm not saying people are cars, trust me. <laughs> but but you get to pick what options you want. Yeah. Because you're going to have that car for X amount of years. If you're going to be in a relationship with somebody and there's already red flags in the beginning hmm. that this person says early on, look, I'm not this. I'm not that. That's just not how I am. You want to give it a shot and see if, that, if, if their actions meet their words? That's fine. Yep. But... Going into it, know what you're looking for because if not, you're just gonna end up with what you end up with. Yeah.
1: And that's not a way to be happy. That's not a way to have a happy life. It's not a way to have a happy marriage. Like we say with anything, if you don't know what you want, how do you know if you have it? Right. And how do you know if you don't have it? Right. Right? Like with your physique goal, it's like if you don't have a goal, a specific target Six minutes how do you six minutes? How do you know if you even hit it? Right? Um so the other thing too here is core values. Like I'm not sitting here saying like oh like she or he doesn't like coffee and I do so let's not be together right, right? It, these are core values like you got to really dig deep into what the foundations right. of your own beliefs and values are yeah you
0: might have a hundred of them you might have a hundred of them yeah
1: but there are going to be like five that, that are like they they paramount might, yeah
0: they they're, they're deal the, breakers
1: yeah they're deal breakers they're deal exactly. if you
0: don't believe in the podcast I will not be with you yeah. simple yeah. I don't care. I will accomplish my dreams with or without you. I'd rather do it with you, but if you're not riding with me, it'll be without you.
1: One of the ones for me as well is Dream Chaser. Yes. Someone who has a mission and a purpose that's clear that that really... It's beyond themselves, and I think that that will do a couple things. Number one, when you have big dreams and goals, it's very easy to stay humble because you're going to have to constantly fail forward and challenge yourself and be humbled consistently. Um, so I think the humility that comes with that huge. The other thing is um, someone who's super, super appreciative, um, someone who doesn't need everyone else to be a certain way in order for them to be happy, you know? So that's, that's a tough another, one. Yeah, appreciation's huge.
0: Um one of the reasons we're doing this—I know we talked about this a little bit—but we on the last episode with Caroline Zani, we talked about vision boards and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're writing this down, and because when you write things down and you look at them, you start to internalize them, you start to visualize them, you start to make decisions based off of these things. Yep. So just like a vision board with a house and this car and and yep. this many—all of a sudden you start seeing that exactly. Yep. And that's why we're doing this. That's why we're. we're this list isn't even done.
1: No, this was just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Absolutely. This is a
0: whole thing. This is going to be probably th- two or three episodes.
1: I'll always say I always say tomet noske. It's Latin. It means know thyself. The better you know yourself, the more you're going to know what you value, who you are, and then who you want to be, and the more likely you're going to attract someone in congruency with that.
0: So, what would you say like what's advice for somebody who wants to figure out what their their most
1: important core values are? Look at what you admire in others. Like um You, I think your sense of humor is awesome. And you're always funny and fun. I also think you're super genuine. And I also notice that whenever we walk into a home of a new guest, you're always very friendly with their pets. And you're super in the moment with them. And you make them feel special first. I think sometimes I'm so on a mission to like uh, do something, like set up the podcast or in my own head or whatever, that sometimes I, for example, with a waiter, sometimes I'm so deep in a conversation with my friend or whoever I'm with that I forget to like, Give them my attention as well when they come over, you know, so I think I could do a better job of that So I admire that in you and I think that's a key indicator of oh, I admire that for a reason It's because I want that's my soul my heart telling me I can be that too.
0: Let's just go I'll just fire one right back at you your ability to be you're probably one of the least Judgmental people I've ever met in my entire life. There's nothing. I won't tell you like I've told you some shit <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You've been I- through my Amazon shopping list, so you know, <laughs> you know what's up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but I really admire that about you because it's like that. that how many of that? How many of mine is that check off right there? Oh, you're trustworthy because I. You've told me things mm. that you haven't told anybody else. But your communication is next level. Our communication as a team is next level because I know I can bring anything to you. I know, and you're
1: going to value it. And it's trust too, because if you know, you trust that you're not going to be judged. I would say super important.
0: A good way to figure it out is again, the people around you. What do you admire about them? Yeah. What do you admire about your best friend? Yep. What is you know? It's I had dude. I have so many great people surrounding me that it has my standards have just risen. Yeah. I have so much support. I have a great support system. It's the best. And I, if you're coming into my life, I want you to add to that. I want you to be part of this team, the dream
1: team. Yeah, man. You know? And we can all be better together. Yeah. I really appreciate that. I work really hard to try to stay open-minded. I heard a quote one time that really helped me, and I'll be really quick with this, but basically, Tony Robbins said this. He said, you cannot help someone while simultaneously judging them. And I always remembered that. And I was like, okay, like, I want to be open-minded, and I don't want to assume that I'm right about certain things. I can have my own opinions, my own beliefs, that's all fine, but I really do think that it's important to make someone feel comfortable enough to dig deep so that then you can figure out why things are the way they are. So then if they want to change, keyword they want to, then they can. For a while there, when I got into this personal development stuff, I I think I struggled a lot to be non-judgmental because when you start learning about how to be better you start to realize that very few people i shouldn't say very few people not that many people are sometimes and it can it can bother you because you see people you care about hurting they're suffering and sometimes they don't even know it because maybe they're not as hyper conscious but they'll find their path and it's not necessarily your job to force it it's more of your job to just kind of be the best you can be lead by example and then hopefully they'll start to go oh like that i admire that about that person and then they'll try to be it and model that's it.
0: it's very important to me to like Oh oh time up' I will, we'll end on this. It's very important that whoever I'm with and this is anybody, any relationship I'm not even talking about just a woman yeah exactly or or a man if you're you know if you're a woman, I'm talking about the people in your life, your yep. friends yeah your family your everybody, your mentors yep. I want' I Colleagues. What I was gonna say
1: Did I interrupt you? No I
0: just probably forgot it's because the buzzer Oh no it's, <laughs> I want somebody who is willing to grow. Yes, and willing to put in the hard work and the uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Because imagine going to a network event with your significant other. How dope would that be? I know. Can't wait. I can't wait either. Can't wait, that and it's gonna happen. Awesome. It's it is gonna, gonna happen. happen because thoughts become things. We hammered that. That was quick. That was hard. Awesome. That was hard, yeah. ladies and gents. Speed round. That was uh, yeah. That 20 <laughs> minutes. You know that Alan and I like to talk a lot, so that was a tough one. Um, so this will be dropping on Wednesday. You're gonna hear this on Wednesday. Yep. On the following Sunday, we are gonna have, or we already do have, Chris Harder on the podcast. So. Chris has a super super great podcast all about finance. Yep. we sat down and talked about finance with him how not to vilify money mm. how to be comfortable
1: trying to be rich. yeah it was a dope rep. His whole podcast is based around when great when good people make good money they do great things. Yes, amazing. yeah it was a next
0: level rep. Um, if you guys have any aversion to money at all, um, no matter where it came from, whether you were poor growing up, whether you, whatever it is, listen to this podcast because imagine trying to be a swimmer and being afraid of the water. Yep. Y- you just wouldn't be that great of a swimmer. Yeah. So, if you want to be financially free, if you want to be wealthy, you need to have a good relationship with money.
1: And Chris tells you how to do it. And his mentality around generosity and money, it's so positive. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Ladies and gents, we hope you enjoyed this quick 20 minute episode. And like I said, Like we said, we're going to do a 20-minute episode every Wednesday and we'll have a guest every Sunday. So now you guys get to listen to us twice as much. We're sorry in advance. (laughs) And we just scratched the surface. We just scratched the surface. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyper Conscious Podcast.
1: Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's gonna be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more
0: people hyperconscious, and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.